Welcome to the Resco Radio Talk. So, hello to this panel discussion. Uh, my name is Ivan Stano. I'm a COO and Chief Evangelist at Resco, and I'm joined by two gentlemen from uh, the UK, uh, namely Richard Trude and Mark Rogers. Richard and Mark, can you please introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit more about your roles and your organizations? Okay, so uh, my name is Richard Trude. I'm the director of ICT for Wales and West Housing, uh, based in uh, based in Cardiff in Wales. Uh, I've worked for housing for about 17 years, and before that, I worked six years with British Airways and 11 years in the UK government. Uh, Wales and West has around 13,000 properties and about 20,000 residents right across the whole of Wales. We have about 750 staff and we have a turnover of $100 million a year. Thank you. Mark? Great. Um, my name is Mark Rogers. I'm Director of Business Transformation and Insights. Uh, my role is to find new technologies to help us improve the way we work, uh, to provide a better experience for our staff and for our customers. Um, similar to Richard, we're a housing association. We own and manage around 20,000 homes in the southeast of England, including um, some areas of London. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you. So our plan today is tell your stories, how you improved your internal processes, implementing mobility and mobile solutions to get things work better, uh, faster uh, and more efficient. But before we get into the details, we agreed with Mark that he will tell us a little bit more about the affordable housing as a sector and uh, introduces this concept to uh, you know people who are maybe less familiar uh, with the concept and how it works in the UK. Mark, could you do, do that, please? Yes, of course. So um, first of all, we're quite a small island um, and we've got an increasing population, which puts pressure on the UK housing supply, um, making renting and home ownership really expensive. So just to put that in context, we're the kind of the same size as or Oregon, um, but whereas Oregon's got 4 million people, we've got over 66 million people. And obviously that um, population is increasing. Um, so what housing associations do is provide affordable homes to around 6 million people in the UK. So 11% of the population. And just to put that in context, if it's a rented product, we normally rent our homes from anywhere between 50 and 80% of market rent. Um, and there's some subsidy to help us to do that. And the other product which is really popular is something called shared ownership, whereby customers can buy around 25% all the way through to 100% of the property and then rent the rest um, through the housing association. Mm -hmm. Great. So that helps me to understand it a little bit better. Um, I was thinking... Before we get into all the details and what you're doing, maybe in your own words, what you're actually doing, how your operations run, what you do with uh, with mobility, with Resco uh, as a business. Okay, do you want me to kick off on that one then? So, uh, yep. broadly speaking, um, Mark and, and myself will have the same sort of uh, operational function. So that's um, housing and income management, property maintenance and some personal care of, uh, of residents. Where RESCO really dovetails into my organization is in the income management side. So that's, that's collecting of debt. Um, previously, before we used RESCO, we would be uh, 
fairly office-based with office-based IT systems. Staff would go into the office generally on a Monday, uh, pull off lots of reports, print off uh, lists, prepare their work for the week of the people that they were going to chase debt for. They would then leave the office, uh, sometimes that day or maybe the next day, and the, the rest of the week they would be spending out and about looking and trying to recover that debt. And some of the problems they'd have then, of course, was the information get, got out of date very quickly. Uh, people would say they paid yesterday and they, and they may or may not have. And they were very much left to their own judgment about how, how to manage the case and how much um, to, to collect of the debt that the resident was owing. So it was a very, very manual process and one which was really detached from online information. Mm-hmm. Where you feel it paper-based, Richard? or mostly paper-based when it comes to the field? When they got out onto the field, it was completely Um, paper-based. They would have to return to the office to actually get back into the online system where they would get up-to-date information. So that was a really, really big constraint, uh, especially in areas where, again, you're talking um, sort of 40, 50 an hour's drive from the office so to go to drive all the way back just to get a piece of information was was not not viable really so they had to really work with the information they collected on a Monday and that had to suffice for them all week uh, and that was a really major problem and as far as you know Wales is concerned we're very we're fairly uh, up and down country a lot of hills not mountains but we've got a lot of hills and so connectivity is very poor and you, 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 there's very little Wi-Fi or cellular connectivity. So again, they'd be completely detached from uh, from the office space when they were working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mark, same question to you. So, so how did it look like? But I know from you that you had some mobile solution before uh, you looked in, at Resco. So, is it fair to say that you were partially mobilized your your frontline stuff? Um, yes, I think that's fair to say. I think mainly paper-based, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, and there was an awful lot of paper. Uh, we did have a, a standalone um, mobile solution, which didn't connect to any of our back office systems. Um, so basically, it was a form that would create a PDF document. Um, the, the data wouldn't um, save into any fields. We couldn't really use the data that we were collecting in the field. Um, but the, the majority of what we were using um, was was paper based. Um, unlike Richard, we, we we've been looking at the solution in terms of um, our inspection process. Mm-hmm. So we, we spend an awful lot of time um, making sure that we inspect our properties to make sure that they're, they're safe, uh, making sure our contractors are providing good value for money. Um, particularly around cleaning and gardening, because that's something which we know has a huge effect on our customers. Um, and actually, some staff would travel back to the office to input the information onto the system. Um, some staff would actually ask others in the office to input their information for them. So we, by the time we, once we got to the end of that process, we had a, a mini administration team to actually do some of that heavy lifting um, which is really frustrating for for, for staff, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the need really was to find a solution that can be used out in the field, provided functionality and full integration with your backend systems, 
and be a reliable tool no matter where you are, right? Whether that's a fast 4G, 5G connectivity or Wi-Fi, or if it's a really area with lack of any connectivity or very poor connectivity to actually do the job. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, it had to work offline. Uh, there, there's just so little connectivity in some areas where my staff are working. It, we, that was an absolutely deal breaker. Unless it could work offline, I wasn't interested. And uh, we were just transferring to a new housing management system. That's our main computer system where, where we run the operation from. And we, we are currently, we're now using Microsoft Dynamics. So again, with Resco's integration natively into, into Microsoft Dynamics, it, it, was, it, it sort of drew us towards that pro, the, the Resco product um, for, from the start, really. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we've done, if I can go on to that a little, is that we've now, uh, we now have a system where the information is prepared for the, the, what we call housing officers. They're basically our debt collectors. Uh, the information is prepared for them, so they uh, they log in. They can log in at home before uh, without going back to the office. It gives them all the information, which downloads into the Resco client, and then they can go out um, knowing who they're going to visit and what um, what a debt they're actually looking to get. And because it's offline, when they're in the resident's home, they have the up to date information, which they can present to them, and that gives them a much better understanding of the debt and how it's occurred and they can also then work with the resident in real time uh, showing them you know if you pay off 25 pounds a week this is what this is what it does to your debt this is how long the debt's going to take to pay down so it, it's there's much more interaction than having a piece of paper which is uh, you know it does it doesn't feel as as, as a good of experience um, to uh, to the resident because it's it's very detached Mm -hmm. And probably the the kind of like the feeling of security and now that the thing we faced a couple of years ago, the GDPR might have been a factor as well, kind of having everything within a secure application rather on piece of paper. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, uh, we, we, use, um, we use Apple uh, as our field-based devices. And of course, the, the, uh, with the encryption on, their, on those devices and the management of the devices using things like in, uh, Microsoft Intune, we can be very certain that that data is very, very secure. Um, and as you say, uh, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't blow away in the wind on a windy day and uh, we lose it forever. <laughs> True. So is your whole uh, workforce equipped with iPad? Is that the only device that you chose? Um, they mainly use iPhones, actually. Uh, they uh, they like the convenience of the smaller format, and mm -hmm. the the Resco form has been designed so that it fits on that that uh, that that device in a in a nice usable way. So they're very they're very happy with the uh, with the look and the feel of, of the application on the on the iPhone. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Same to you, Mark. What devices have you chosen uh, and why? And then maybe another question, supportive one. What was crucial for the mobile experience except for offline capabilities? Um, we use iPads. So some mm -hmm. of the forms that we are, are using in the field, uh, they're large forms. We're capturing lots of information. Um, so we, uh, they, it does work on, a, on an iPhone. We have tried it. Um, but I think the user experience is better 
for the forms that we've designed on, on an iPad. But again, for all the reasons that Richard's mentioned, security was key for us. Um, and that's why we decided to go for Apple devices. Um, the criteria, um, similar in a way, but slightly different. We do have better connectivity um, in the southeast of England. We're not quite so hilly as in, as in Wales. Um, but there are pockets, actually, where their connectivity isn't good. So it was really important for us not to have a two-tier system because we didn't want some staff to uh, feel onboarded and other staff to kind of be looking, you know, at a different region of the business and think, well, you know, we, we can't do what, what, what they can do. So that offline capability was absolutely key for us. Um, so I, I think that was important and ease of use in terms of filling in a form. Um, paper was obviously quite easy to use, paper and pen with a clipboard. We wanted to have the same look and feel um, in terms of um, people using Resco going mm -hmm. forward. Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's a, something I hear from a lot of customers and companies that we collaborate with. They're looking for something that is easy to use, available with minimum number of clicks or taps, because oftentimes people who are conducting the job outside, they're sometimes not the most tech technically savvy people, they need something which is easy to use and actually works when they need it rather than trying to figure out how to use that tool along with the with the job that they're doing out in out in the out in the field. Uh, great. Uh, if fair, I would like to move on a little bit and talk about the projects. How did you plan for the implementation? Were there phases? What was the approach? Uh, I know that you're both using Dynamics as a backend system, but there are some differences. Uh, Richard, I'm sure you can touch on that a little bit as you're planning to uh, move to cloud. Uh, so a little bit about the project, how you how you approached it, what was the planning, uh, and how how you uh, executed it. Okay, well, if I, if I could start, the, um, the system that we were looking to do around income management or income recovery, uh, we wanted to change fundamentally the process. Um, so that was really important to us. Um, and the way we've done it uh, means that every single resident, all, all 20,000, have an ind what we call an individual payment plan. In, in other words, exactly how much money they are going to pay us and when they're going to pay it. That really meant a massive change for, for the staff. So therefore, we supported them quite a lot with, uh, with user experience uh, trainers. Um, on a one-to-one -one basis and in small groups. But it was really around the process that the training was necessary. The, the actual uh, systems themselves, they took to very quickly and didn't, and didn't need that much support. So that was really good. And just, just to give you some idea of how successful it's been, I suppose, is that uh, throughout the, the pandemic uh, with COVID over the last 18 months, uh, we were really expecting our arrears and our debts to increase as people were laid off work or lost their jobs, et cetera. But we've actually found a 25% improvement in, in our debt. So it's reduced, reduced by a quarter. And really a lot of that is down to the, the way the systems have simplified things and the better processes that we are, we're putting in place, coupled with the support that we can give people. Because it's very important um, when you're collecting debt to get in early before the debt starts to build. 
And what the systems now give us is the ability to understand if someone misses a payment, we know the next day that they've missed the payment rather than a week's time or a fortnight's time. And that's been really a major success is getting that intervention in quickly before the debt becomes unmanageable. Mm-hmm. So really tackled that snowball effect, right? Yes, absolutely. Very timely. Excellent. Mark, I know that you approached the project in a couple of phases, right? Why yeah. was that and how did those phases differ? Okay, well, we, we're, we've begun phase three. Um, the first two phases are were in our, mo- um, our neighborhoods teams and they were responsible for the um, inspections, for all the inspections I was talking about earlier. Um, I, th- I think the key bit for us in terms of how we managed the project was involvement from the frontline staff. Um, we worked with an external company called Red Kite, who are based here in the UK. Uh, we worked with three or four of our housing officers. Um, we asked them what's important to them, what do they need out in the field, what would make this work for them. Um, and we actually found the process really simple. Um, I thought I'd need to spend some time today talking about the development approach but it was that easy. If it, if it um, exists in Dynamics, it can exist in Resco. Um, talking about training, so when we launched a product, we didn't need to train our staff. Um, the, the, the staff found it very easy to use. Um, and actually, an awful lot of the feedback that I got was actually preferred to use the Resco platform um, than actually Microsoft Dynamics, particularly when um, they're in the field because the information that they needed to deal with that customer or that situation in the moment was there in front of them on their iPad. So I think that made it a bit more efficient um, and there wasn't so many screens to, to look through. So yeah, so we, we found it quite a, an easy journey for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned the local partner that you work with, Redkite CRM, right? And just to make sure that this is clear. So we at Resco, we're really the technology provider where we focus on creating kind of the best in class mobile solutions, mobile products or mobile technology that can be turned and twisted and, you know, configured or even customized in any shape and form. But what we're often lack is the local knowledge or the industry and sector knowledge. And this is where Redkite CRM came, came in and helped a lot. Could you both describe their, your experience with Redkite CRM and what was the value that they brought uh, for you? I mean, from, from my perspective, uh, we, wanted, we wanted a partner. We didn't want a supplier. And uh, I interviewed a number of Dynamics um, software houses and never really felt that they wanted to work with us uh, in creating a product. They, they wanted to sell us their product, but they didn't want to work with us to create one. And that's where the difference really was with Redkite. They were, they were interested in what we wanted to do, and they were coming up with an innovations of how they could change dynamics to do what we wanted. I don't use any of the out-of-the-box uh, solutions from Microsoft with inside of Dynamics, none of, none of the core functionality. Everything we've written in Dynamics and run the entire business on has been created in partnership with Redkite. And, uh, and that sort of process uh, of, of, of creating prototypes and, and going through a, a journey of 
building a solution together was the main thing that stood uh, Red Kite out from the crowd, really. Mm -hmm. And they provide a lot of functionality on top of Dynamics specifically for housing, right? That's their specialty. Absolutely, yeah. And that's that's another thing. There's, there's lots of uh, Dynamics suppliers out there who will sell you a housing uh, system, but there are very few who understand housing. And that's where that's where uh, Red Kite come in because they they really truly do understand the uh, understand the sector, and they they can then innovate with you rather than you relying on you to uh, to under, to know the sector yourself to understand what, how dynamics can help you. So it works together really well as a partnership, and uh, we we're very happy with them. Mm -hmm. Do you have a somewhat similar experience, Mark? I do. I was just thinking there's, there's very little I can add to, to Richard's description. I, I guess that um, the, the way I would describe it, it's like having your own Resco developer working within your own team. They do align mm -hmm. themselves with your own um, technical teams. Um, and they spent, the, I, I think what came through for me is they spent the time to understand how we work and how we wanted to work. So mm -hmm. a very positive experience for Redcard CRM for us as well. Perfect. Glad to hear that. Okay, uh, next area, future. Where are we heading? Uh, what's next on your radar? Uh, the last few months, several months have been really tough. Uh, so I feel like a lot of organizations and companies have been trying to uh, really make sure that they can operate in, in a new normal. Uh, but as the situation is changing a little bit, what's on your horizon? What's next? Richard, maybe you start. Yeah. Okay. So um, one of the the, the the main things, as you mentioned, Ivan, is you know, we're moving from an on-prem solution to a cloud solution. So that's that's a big thing for us this year. Um, we we're on-prem mainly because of integration with our systems, but those systems have now been decommissioned, so we are now free to move into the cloud. And as we move into the cloud, we want to make more and more use of the offline capabilities of Resco. So we'll turn our attention now to something that Mark's already done. So the inspection side of things. We're also looking at uh, the uh, sort of augmented videos and, uh, and video capturing capability and, and overlaying information onto a video. So we've, we've started experimenting with that. And the other side of things is the certification. So, uh, a lot of safety regulation in the, in the housing industry in the UK. Um, we have to make sure that things like gas gas boilers and electrical circuitry within the premises are inspected regularly and then certificates created. Those certificates are being generated using RESCO and then using the workflows being put into SharePoint Online, which is our DMS. So those those are all very much in the embryonic stage at the moment. They're not live, but we are uh, we're moving forward with those. And uh, the, the big go live date is October this year. So it says, sounds a long way off, but I, I can tell you that uh, four months ago, it seemed even further away. But uh, it's rushing towards us. And uh, that's, that's, the, that's the, the cool aim of things now is to get live in the cloud in October with all these additional RESCO functionality. October 4th, I have it in my calendar. I hope yeah, I'll right. be sending a bottle of champagne and not, not a bouquet of I look forward roses. to drinking it. 
Excellent. Uh, and for you, Mark, I, I put some things down, uh, like the areas that you covered. And my question is going to be, is there anything left to do? Because if I'm correct, you you covered the the estate inspections, the fire risk actions, the repair reporting, antisocial behavior, case management, access to basic customer and property information, and even the cleaning and gar gardening surveys. So it, it almost seems like you covered everything that you could and digitalized everything. Is there anything left? There's a couple of things. First of all, I quite like champagne as well. Um, but um, but no, on, on a serious note, we've had a lot of success with Fresco and it's made a huge difference um, to the way that we, we carry out some of our services. Um, so we, and we focuses, focused on our housing management function, but we have a property services team um, we have a, a customer accounts team as well, which is similar to the team that uh, Richard was talking about. Uh, we have a sales team. Um, so one thing that I didn't cover earlier in terms of housing associations, um, in total, we're responsible for about 45,000 new build homes every year between us. Um, so we have to sell those um, and rent those as well. So because we've had so much success um, and just to give a, a flavor of that, um, we've halved the time of our inspections. Uh, we're saving uh, costs in terms of fuel. Um, so obviously that, that has a, a knock-on effect, uh, effect of the environmental impact as well, which is fantastic. Um, so now we have other areas of the business who want um, to use Resco as well. Um, so we started that process um, and we have some of those journeys which are live now, um, but we have another seven or eight, which we hope will be live. Um, by by summertime so um so yes we're 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 big resco fans here and um and uh we'll, we'll be rolling out some some other journeys mm -hmm. and probably some of the trust that you have in resco is backed by the results right and some efficiency gains that you saw as an organization as a whole could you share some of some of those numbers with us yeah so um just, just to give you a flavour of, of things, so um, like, like Richard, COVID um, and the whole world over has a huge impact. And actually Resco has, has helped us manage some of that. But over the last 12 months, we've, we've carried out over 3,200 inspections um, and over 7,000 inspections uh, for some of our contractors as well. So what I was saying earlier about making sure that they're delivering good value for money uh, we've had some really good um, outcomes in terms of making sure that we are inspecting the properties um, fully. Uh, we're able to import um, pictures as well as we're carrying out those inspections, which obviously you can't do on a um, on a piece of paper. Um, you could draw it, I guess, but it's not quite the same. Um, and we, we're saving half the time um, in terms of our inspections. So some of our inspections on our larger estates would take a whole day. Um, now they're taking half of that time. So 50% saving, that's amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Wow, that, that's great. That's great. My last question before we wrap it up. So what would be your one or maybe a few recommendations for organizations in a similar situation you've been a few years ago when deciding to go fully mobile and trying to digitalize your processes? Like, what would you rec your tips, advice, or recommendation would be to, to organizations who are maybe hesitant or putting it uh, 
on hold, trying to maybe wait a little bit more until they decide and, and do so. Um, I'll, I'll cover that one first, Richard, if that's okay. So I, I think of ease of integration into your existing system. Um, I think onboarding staff in terms of the creation of the, the mobile solution, because that I think that they, they're bought into the process um, and they feel like it's not yet another IT application which is happening to them. They own it and they want to make it successful. Um, I, I think they're the main key ones. Obviously, there's making sure that there's offline capability, but that wasn't as prevalent for our team as it, as it would be for Richards. Mm -hmm. I suppose the one thing I would say is that uh, a year last March, um, the Prime Minister came on and basically on the TV and basically said to everyone, go home and uh, don't come back to work again. And uh, that was a very very scary moment for, for us in IT because that meant that we suddenly had to put in solutions to allow people who formerly worked in the office to work from home. However, the, those, those guys who were using Resco saw no difference. They, they just carried on, they didn't miss a beat. And uh, I think that really uh, is a testament to how seamlessly the, the, the Resco uh, application worked in that they were able to carry on and do their job even though they couldn't actually um, couldn't actually come into the office at all anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were very fortunate, I suppose, that we'd already rolled that out to uh, to a large proportion of our staff. So we'd, uh, the the transition from the old world pr prior to COVID to the now world hasn't been such a big leap for us. Because mm -hmm. you were already prepared. Yeah, accidentally, but, <laughs> but mm -hmm. yes, definitely prepared. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Mark, Richard, thank you very much for sharing your stories. Uh, I feel like it was very inspirational, also very informational. I learned a lot more about how you operate. Uh, the stories were somewhat similar, but I think we're able to identify quite a few differences. Um, I wish you luck with your future plans and uh, the next phases uh, uh, that you're conducting and are part of. And I hope I can meet you sometimes in person when the situation improves. Thanks so much, Ivan. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Mark. Thanks. Thank you.